Welcome to Sisterhood Our Conversations, the podcast. I'm your host, Promesa Langa. On this episode, we speak to Rato Matabola, HR and Talent Manager at Basalt, one of South Africa's leading technology companies. Lerato's background is in recruitment in the financial services and tech industry in both agency and in-house recruitment. She joined Basalt having gained a wealth of experience after setting up and running the recruitment division at one of the tech giants. Her specialization is in Java, JavaScript, and mobile engineers, an area in which she sees massive potential for the growth in South Africa. Lerato began her career as a PA at a recruitment agency, where her natural abilities saw her quickly being promoted into a recruitment executive role. She has since worked her way up the ladder before choosing to specialize in tech recruitment. One of the things that Lerato has since continued to thrive in the tech industry, she has seen she has keen insights into the tech skills and areas for development, with a special interest in the way that tech continues to reshape the workplace as we move towards the fourth industrial revolution. One of the things that really, really makes Lerato a special individual is that she's so passionate about what she does. She's passionate about the growth of STEM and ensuring that women, young women, um, grow in terms of skills and they see opportunities for themselves in industry, in the tech industry especially. And our conversation is about who she is, why she does what she does, and where she sees her career growing, and what she believes about the tech industry, and where the growth and development spaces are, especially for young women. Enjoy the conversation. Thank you so much for joining us on Sisterhood Our Conversations, the podcast. I'm really, really excited to have this chat. And it's actually quite cool because you and I met for a brief period of time and worked for a little bit together. So it's actually quite nice that we were having this chat in a very different form. But before we get into things, um, please do introduce yourself to, to the listeners. Cool. So, um, yeah, I think everyone knows my name. I'm Lerato. Um, yes. So I'm a mother, a mother of a four-year-old um, toddler, um, keeping me very busy. Um, I'm wife. I have a passion for people and really just um, giving back and not just taking people at a face value. Um, I think if I wasn't doing what I was doing, probably I would be a philanthropist. <laughs> That's the type of person wow. I am. Um, and yeah, just enjoy life, enjoy being in the kitchen, um, mm-hmm. love to travel. And yeah, just a really simple person um, mm-hmm. in, in, in a nutshell. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That's, that's quite some interesting things you've shared there. And one of the things, um, I mean, you say you have a passion for people. I mean, like, I think for me, like when someone says that, I'm just like, mm, but do you really? Like, what, what is it about people that you, that you enjoy, that you find fascinating? In the space that I'm in, it's, it's, it's very easy to just, you know, come across a person and, you know, it's almost transactional. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, I, don't, I don't believe in that. So for me, I really want to get to know the person, um, understand, you know, what makes you tick, um, you know, the space that you're in and also understand, you know, from a personal life perspective, you know, how's it that you got to where you are today? Um, so yeah, just really, really dive, delving deeper into who you are, you, who you are um, as an individual more than just, you know, it being just transactional. Um, yeah, I think that's what it means for me. Okay. 
And and you're the director of talent and HR best of technology. I mean, what does your role involve? Because I mean, I've heard terms like human resources, talent management, recruitment, and, and like it's different terminologies. But I mean, for you, what does your role mean, and why is it important to you? Cool. So I think in a nutshell, um, to sum it up, is ensuring that we have the right people in the right seats and mm-hmm. making sure that those people are happy and we're looking after those people and also understanding, you know, what are the business goals and how do we add value from a strategic uh, perspective? Um, yeah, that's it's in a nutshell, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in terms of like, I mean, having the right people in, in the, the right seats, I mean, how do you ensure you match the individual because I mean a lot of the time it's a case of this the the terms that I used are as a person the right fit is it the, the culture of the organization I mean when people feel like you know the there's a probationary period when it comes to to working in organization and there's I think I've heard few people say that it's not just only the individual who's on probation with the organization the organization itself as well is in a probationary period with the individual where they need to feel and suss out if there's a connection and if it can work long-term. I mean, how do you approach that um, from, from that perspective? How do you ensure that, you know, the individual, the, the, the talent that has come on board does feel like, actually, you know, I, I, can, I can sense whether I gel with the organization. If there's any questions, how do you communicate that with an individual? So I think... Um... You know, we're not perfect and, you know, won't get it always right. But I think we've 99% getting it right. Um, And I think it's also understanding yourself as a business, understanding what are your core values and, you know, making sure that the people that you hire align to those core values. Um, It doesn't help you having a highly skilled person, but their attitude is just, you know, rubbish mm-hmm. um so i would say understanding you know what your core values are as a business and aligning your hiring and even firing to those values um and and that's sort of our approach around it and i think even through the the interview process that we have it's important that your candidates are engaging with people that they're going to be working with um that way you get a sense of you know is this person going to fill our space and also from their perspective are we the space that they want to be in? Um, yeah. And nine, time, nine times out of 10, you know, mm-hmm. we get that right, um, thankfully. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I think it's also involvement of not just the talent uh, people in the business. You know, it has mm-hmm. to be from top down. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's important as well. Oh, no, that's very, very true. And with regards to the space that you're in, I mean, you had with um, Basalt, and it's one of the leading tech disruptors in Africa. How did you get into the tech industry? Because, I mean, it's always been a space that's very male-dominated. And, I mean, when you, see, when you think about technology, when you see technology, like certain phases, it's, it's predominantly male. How did, you, how did your journey even start? So, funny enough, um, <laughs> I started in a, a, an agency um, mm-hmm. environment. So, I started as, you know, a receptionist slash PA um, so I was that girl and, you know, very curious to understand how this whole recruitment thing works. Mm. Um, I didn't, didn't even fathom the tech industry was as big as it is. Mm. Um, and there was a spec. So I worked my, my just to backtrack, I worked my way up, you know, from being a PA into recruitment, eventually mm. a senior. 
um, you know, mentoring the junior guys as well. And there was a spec that nobody wanted to touch and a spec that had come in and it was mm-hmm. IT related. You know, people generally shy away from stuff that they don't understand. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me give it a bash. Um, you know, I, I literally Googled <laughs> half of the spec, um, <laughs> you know, the words that I didn't understand, you know, just yeah. trying to make sense of what exactly it is um, that we're looking for. And, you know, going mm-hmm. back and speaking to the hiring manager to understand, you know, from a personality perspective, what are they looking for? Um, and also just probing into what exactly, just dumb it down for me. What does this mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually got it right. And, you know, that's kind of where my my love for, you know, tech and IT space came in. Um, and then from there, you know, I worked for one of um, another uh, dev house. Um, so I was part of the team that built their recruitment team um, and, you know, kind of built out what their process should be and all of that. And, yeah, that's kind of where where I learned. Um, and, I mean, I'm still learning even now. Um, you know, I speak to our CTO and head of tech, I think, yeah. on a daily. And I'm always asking him questions to understand, okay, so I, I came across this. What does this mean? Mm-hmm. Dumb it down for me. And, you know, I think as you engage and as you are sitting in these interviews, you kind of pick up you know, and understand, okay, this is what this means and this is how this works. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, give, even give the answers in the interviews <laughs> when you don't even realize it. Um, but that's how, that's how, you know, if someone knows what they're talking about, they're not, if they don't pick it up, then, you know, um, the but person. yeah, <laughs> that's not the person. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really how I, how I got into it. Um, that's incredible. Yeah. And what do you love about the tech industry? Um, sure. I think there's a lot to learn. Um, you're always learning. Everything is, it's very fast paced. Um, mm-hmm. You're always learning. There's always something new every day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's, that's intriguing. And I think mm-hmm. if you're a person that's, you, you know, always curious and loves to learn, definitely mm-hmm. a space for, for that kind of person. Um, sometimes I feel like I can't keep up <laughs> with everything that changes on a daily. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, very interesting, fast-paced, and yeah, yeah it's just interesting to see how systems are built and how things actually work. You know, from you know the back inside of it, and not just seeing the full product. Um, That's yeah. true. Okay, so you ever go? If I if I have a problem with my brain, I can call you, right? In my lap, lap, lap. Um. <laughs> yeah i don't know if i'm there i'm not don't know if i'm there yet but yeah (laughs) we can figure things out we can talk okay all right all right okay i'll remember that i'll have you on speed dial girl (laughs) yeah so 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 our our cto his mission is to get me how to code get me to code so yeah that's a skill you can learn we need to start booking those sessions (laughs) when he has the time (laughs) no i think you know look i mean we 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 laugh about it but i mean i think in terms of coding it's something that even in the back of my mind i've been considering that i need to be able to do that because i mean i have my little girl and the generation that they're growing up in it's it's a world that involves coding it involves technology Mm. it like the zeros and the ones and the dashes and all those things and Mm. to be able to understand what they do on a daily basis at school you know if they can if they get introduced to that i need to also understand it because i mean technology is such a big space and there's so much going on and i think as parents or as adults and as caregivers etc we need to have some bit of understanding because also if there are any red flags that you pick up you know mm. you can be 
able to quickly be like, okay, hang on a second, this is a space that you know we shouldn't be in. Uncharted territory. Where do we report yeah. it? Is it safe, etc.? And I think I think it's important. I mean, like w- once you start the lessons, girl, I'm gonna I'm gonna be right there. Then we can do the classes together. <laughs> well, we'll do it together. Yes, <laughs> we'll do right. it together. <laughs> Let's yeah. do it together. Look, I- yeah, I think it's definitely very important um, in mm. the space that we're in. Um, you know, I also think, you know, as women, sometimes we feel intimidated that, oh, gosh, now I've got to, you know, you know, my maths has to be at a certain level and, you know, mm. um, and that's not what it is. Um, you know, just start with the basics and start understanding the basic stuff and, you know, build on to that. Um, okay. So, yeah, definitely is something, you know, on, on my to-do list um, this year. Oh, great. Okay, great. So it's still 2021 vision. Love it. Love it. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, girl. We have to. (laughs) That's brilliant. I love that. And in terms of um, like the, I mean, you've shared about like what you love about the job, but what's, what are the things about the tech industry that you look at and you think, I just need to change that because it's frustrating. Like what are the things that you look at that we need to do this better or we need to introduce, change things for the better? Um, so I think, you know, being in, in the tech space, I think I've been fortunate enough to be in spaces where women are valued. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's definitely, you know, there's, there's certain spaces in industry or rather, uh, employment places where people are at and you've got to apologize for being a woman. You know, there's certain Mm -hmm. things that we go through as women that, you know, the men don't go through and they don't understand it. Um, you know, and, and I think for me, that's one of the biggest things. And just being equals with the men in the spaces that we're in. Um, I think sometimes as women, we've got to fight 10 times harder, um, which is not fair. But, you know, uh, uh, it's just how, <laughs> I guess, how the industry has been. Yes. And I think that's definitely something that, you know, we want to change. And, you know, we aspire to change as well. Um, yeah, I think for me, that's that's probably one of the biggest um things and also how you know the certain women coming into the industry how you can see how certain environments that have been in has really killed their confidence and you're just like but girl you've got it you know but because you're lacking the confidence people then don't trust you enough or they feel like you um and you know that's one thing for me you know building on women's confidence is a big thing um, and any woman I come across in the space, like, I'm like, girl, you've got it. Keep going, you know, and, you know, even if I don't hire them, you know, for yeah. salt, but, um, you know, just making them understand this is the areas where you're lacking, you know, mm-hmm. so that you can identify those areas, go and work on them and come back again. Um, wow. You know, so, yeah, that's, that's my take. <laughs> I think that's so cool. Cause I mean, look, women, women, yeah, women get a bad, bad rep. Um, in terms of you know how we how we stand up together or don't stand up, I mean that pull her down syndrome is such a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. It lives on in different forms in different spaces, and I think it's amazing that you're one of the individuals, especially if you're in the industry where you see that there's there's something that needs to be done. There's the conversations, there's the actions, there's the there's the ways that, you know, how women can can go into certain spaces and they kind of shrink themselves, right? Mm, and yeah. it's and, and it's something that I think we we're not conscious of. And it's just something like society tells you to be great, but like don't be too great. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's shine, but not too much. Yeah, yeah, like you know, own it and be confident and be amazing, but just you know, don't, 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 don't do too much. You know, um, Mm. or don't make the boys feel bad uh, about themselves. And it's something that you know, it happens even at school going age in the classrooms. It's like you'll have the brightest of brightest of girls, but you know, add boys into the mix, and it just something just goes weird. But then also Mm. with other girls versus other girls and you're thinking but why why are we now competing because it should be a case of if i know that you're amazing in technology and science etc i should come to you and be like oh Lorato, you know i'm struggling with this i want to continue with it because it's part of my career plan can you help me because i think you're brilliant at it or yeah if in the workspace and i see that you know you're incredible at coding or you're understanding certain you know terminologies and concepts in tech I should be able to approach you and be like, hey, you know, can you help me out with this instead of feeling threatened by you? And you as Lerato, I mean, mean, it's amazing to hear that you're so open-minded enough to actually be able to share and guide and give insights to to other young women because other women who are in the position that you're in, they'll just shut the person down and, you know, wish them well if they're lucky enough and Mm. they're done. And it's it's so frustrating because it, it happens in all industries. It yeah. In all industries. Yeah, I mean yeah, unfortunately the world we live in is not mm. perfect. But yeah. you know, I think, you know, one person at a time, you build it one person at a time. You know, one person just has that positive experience with you and you know that can change a person's perspective on life and on things. And I think um that's very important. I think as women in the industry, we mm. need to start holding each other's hands. Um, you know, if you can see that there's a girl, you know, in the township next door, you know, that's passionate about tech and has an interest in tech and you're in the industry, why not just share knowledge? Um, you know, why not just, uh, um, make time to sit with them and take them through what you're doing? Um, you know, I think, I think that's important and that's the only way we're going to start getting more women, um, into the space. Um, because the reality is like, I think it's only now that the school's, you know, are really starting to take this tech thing seriously, but still, still has that, you know, uh, a stereotype that it's for men. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you're a girl, you've got to be doing ballet and you've got to be doing other things. Um, you know, and I think it needs to change at that level as well. Mm. Um, we need to stop boxing, you know, our children <laughs> mm. to say that because you're a boy, you only play with <laughs> boy toys. And because you're yeah. a girl, you only play with, you know, girl toys. Um, sure. you know, it's just striking that balance. And I think, yeah, that's that's important. No, absolutely. I completely agree with you. I think, I mean, have, being a mom to a girl child, it's it's one of those things where you start thinking, okay, when she starts going to school, like what extracurricular activities, like, like paying attention to what she's interested in now as a three-year-old. It's yeah. like, it's like, okay, so how do I encourage her and not be like, no, 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 you know, only boys do that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. you need to play with, you know, dolls only. And yeah. say, you know, here's, here are toys, play. <laughs> just you yeah. do your thing. If you're happy, life's good. As long as you're happy, then I'm happy. And it starts in how the conversations that we have with our children or, you know, young people that we, we who are in our sphere of influence, then mm-hmm. we can start having those conversations and you know see and supporting them. I think it's also a case of being able to to support a young person when they come up to you and they say, you know, this is the direction that I want to go in. I just don't know how. 
or mm. you know have the conversation with their their parent and you know being able to say you know there are other opportunities and don't worry your child won't starve to death um there is a future, <laughs> especially a, yeah especially right. with the black community <laughs> so, right? yeah the minute you start mentioning worry. certain careers they're just like hmm, danam, uzaulam, <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> So being able to say, no, you know what, actually there's a future in this particular space and it's technology. I mean, like, come on, like technology. It's everywhere. Is it's in it's our everyday, everyday. Yeah. It's in our everyday. Right. So um, moving on to the next bit of the conversation. I mean, what excites you about the future of technology in South Africa, especially in comparison with the rest of the world? Because I always, I'm always curious to see like if, if our country's on par or are there some things that we're doing really, really well, better than the rest of the world? Um, but what are your thoughts? I mean, this this is your space. So I think, um, sure, there's a lot happening. It's a very exciting, <laughs> uh, um, you know, space to be in. Um, mm. I think our country is very rich in terms of, uh, um, you know, ideas, and mm. there's a lot of problems to solve. And mm. I think... Um, you know, not even just in South Africa, but, you know, in Africa as a whole, there's a lot of problems to be solved. And I think, you know, we are the best people to solve those problems um, because we know and understand those problems. And I think for me, you know, that's what excites me about uh, the space. And I think there's a lot of opportunity um, and a lot of opportunity for growth, a lot of opportunity, you know, from a, from a, a um, income <laughs> generating side of things. Um, and yeah, um it's, it's a it's a very diverse um, space to be in as well, and I think, like I mentioned, you know, we are the best people to solve those problems, and I think mm-hmm. that's what excites me about the the, the tech space in in Africa um, mm-hmm. as a whole. That's pretty awesome. I think does this. I always think that the rest of the world always views Africa as you know the the redheaded stepchild, where you just they, we always need help, we always need a handout. Is the world paying attention to the fact that Africa is now like saying, actually, we understand our problems. We understand, you know, where we need to be as as a continent. Let us show you how you can support us. Don't tell us how to do things. Let us as Africa lead the way and you support us. Is the Mm -hmm. world kind of, you know, catching up to that fact? Um, I think I think they are. I think not as much as as we'd like it to be, yeah. but I think we definitely are are heading in the right direction. Awesome. Um, you know, you see it a lot with all these VCs coming up, and you know, all the funding that the guys are getting, um, mm-hmm. which is really great. Um, so I think they have identified that. You know, just you know, we need your money. <laughs> Give us your money, to, <laughs> and we'll solve the problem. Um, right. You know, um, or rather, let, let let me not put it that way. Let's be partners in this. Um, yes. Let's solve. Let's solve the world's problems together you know mm. um one product or you know one country at a time um and mm. i think yeah we, we we're getting there step at a time yeah and in terms of a young girl like in terms who's listening to this or a parent or caregiver like what's the best career advice that you could offer to them especially if they want to get into the in the into the tech industry like what should they think about what should they consider? Where should they start? So I think firstly, um, you know, understand why you want to get into the tech space and why it shouldn't be 
an issue of, you know, you heard that developers make a lot of money, so that's where I want to go in. It should yeah. really be, you know, your passion and um, mm -hmm. you should live and breathe tech. Otherwise, you're going to be frustrated um, sure. and you are not going to get anywhere if you're not passionate about what you do. Mm -hmm. And also, I think when you do get into the space, don't be afraid to set your boundaries. Um, you know, okay. pe people treat you the way you allow them to treat you. Um, is what I've learned. Um, so don't be afraid to to be confident and set those boundary boundaries. And also, um, I think never apologize for being a woman. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I've I've said this earlier, but if you're in a space where you've got to apologize because you couldn't wake up in the morning because you had these hectic period pains, yeah. that's a problem. Um, you know, because you know men don't experience half of the things we do. Then and I think it's yeah. important that you that you find a space where you're allowed to be yourself and you're free to be yourself. Um, and I think also know your worth. You know, there's nothing more, you know, uh, um, attractive, if you want to say it that way, from a talent yeah. perspective than, you know, a confident woman, you know, who knows what she wants and, you know, who, who knows her, what her worth is. Um, and I think, yeah, that's, that's important. And I think also, you know, when going into the industry, research the companies that you want to, potentially join yes. um understand the environments that they operate in you know understand you know the type of people that you're going to be working with yes. um if you're going for interviews you know ask who are you going to be meeting with go and research those people um mm. and yeah really just understand the, the space that you want to go into um don't mm. just go into it blindly you know um yes you can't fully prepare for everything um but you know do as much background um yes you know, sort of research that you can do. No, it's, it's, and that's actually all valid points because a lot of the time you kind of just like jump into it and you hope for the best. And it becomes a bit of a tricky situation when you realize the environment that you're in isn't the environment that you had thought would it be. Um, and then, you know, you're thinking, okay, well, how, do I, how do I move past this? Like, do you stay? Do you go? How do you work it out? So it's all... Yeah, it's actually incredible points. And I think it's all relevant, no matter like what stage of your career you're in, whether you're mm. UB or in the middle or like towards the end, or if you're even thinking of transitioning to something else, um, it's all actually quite valid points that you've brought up. Thank you so much for those. Cool, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so last few questions. Um, what is your get up and go track, quote, anything that keeps you moving like that keeps you like on a tough day thinking my word how am I going to manage this letter the way like what's your go-to um sure <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, I I don't have like one specific thing I think yeah. I'm a very spiritual not spirit mm -hmm. is spiritual the right word so um <laughs> <to you>. um <laughs> Um, so I, I pray a lot, you know, mm. I spend time with myself, I spend time with my God. Yes. Um, I think that's, that centers me as a person. And also, you know, if I'm really having a bad day, yeah. um, you know, I'll speak to my husband and be like, you know, this is really weighing heavy on me and like, mm. I don't know what to do. And, you know, more often than not, he'll be like, okay, cool. I think you're overthinking it or, you know, mm. whatever. Um, so I speak to him a lot and okay. also just spending time with my son. I think that just helps me just to de-stress and, mm -hmm. you know, remember that life is not too, that serious, you know, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> that, that gets me going as well. Um, and what else? And, and from a quote perspective, so there's a quote that once stuck with me was, 
don't lift don't let your gift take you where your character can't keep you and wow. i think for me um you know that that centers me as well um yeah. so yes you may be gifted but you know your your character and who you are as a person has to go hand in hand with that as well um because then you'll find your yourself in spaces where you know you feel like you you are you are drowning or mm. you you are not meant to be there or um you know you end up treating people badly because you feel like oh i've made it and i'm here um uh-huh. so yeah that that keeps me centered as well <laughs> always something i keep at the back of my mind <laughs> no it's true wow actually that's that's it's a very important thing to remember because i mean you always think that you know, you, your character, your values and everything is always matched up um, until you are now in a space that calls that into question. You know, you need to kind of back it up and be like, are you really who you think you are? Um, and, and be able to, to walk in that and proudly walk in that um, mm. without wavering um, too much. I mean, we're human, but without really being, um, allowing things to like sway you as much as, as sometimes they happen to. Wow, I yeah. love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> cool. I'm, gonna, like, I'm, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> <laughs> write that down yeah. and keep it in check. And so, in terms of you as the individual Lerato, what are the three words that you can use to describe yourself and why? Sure, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sure, I'm fun, I'm passionate, mm-hmm. I am very loving. Why? Mm-hmm. I think my name sums it up. I'm kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, um, I can't get away with that easily. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just think I'm I'm a person like I don't like drama. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm very like carefree, you know, mm-hmm. free spirited. Um and you know, I just enjoy being around good energy. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, I hope that I when people are around me they get the same sense as well. Um okay. yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that. Good. Simple and clear. <laughs> Sweet and short. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's perfect. Oh, Lerato, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Cool. Perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I will.